Welcome to the Daring Designers podcast with me, Kat Byrne, founder and creative director of Gatto, my own dream design business and mentor for designers who want to build a dreamy, sustainable and joyful design business by booking in advance, connecting with and attracting your perfect people and becoming confident creative experts. I've worked with hundreds of overwhelmed and overworked designers to switch things around and build their own dreamy design business their way with more time, flexibility, consistency, income and joy with my belief that there is no one right way to run your business but by harnessing your strongest creative superpowers and building confidence in your abilities as an expert you can find your own perfect path to your personal version of success and I'm here to guide you to find your own path with the help of just a little bit of daring from you. Hello welcome back to the podcast I'm so excited to be back with a new episode, which is really related to something I love talking about, which is confidence. And I'm really going to be focusing on a specific area where our confidence can really wobble. And that is throughout our project processes. And with this, I mean, getting client feedback, sending off concepts, and keeping the confidence throughout projects when maybe things aren't going too well. So maybe you get negative feedback or maybe your client's taking a while to get back to you or not necessarily following your processes. I really find that this is one of the main areas that can cause a lot of confidence wobbles with designers. And it's mostly because, you know, we create amazing processes or we want things to go really smoothly and all of a sudden you send a concept that you love and it's not necessarily what the client wants or you're waiting a really long time for client content or for their feedback or just to get a reply to a message. And I think we tend to start our projects with a lot of confidence. You know, we're excited that we've booked the project. We tend to hopefully work with clients that we're really excited to work with. And then it gets to the project, you know, we start the actual concepts, we start the work that we want to do. And all of a sudden, because we're faced with working alongside another person, and it's not just down to you anymore. You know, we we find these little, almost like plug holes of our confidence that just drain away a little bit at a time. Especially if a project is quite hard to work on, it can mean that by the time we get to the end of the project, and for some of us, you know, that means working on websites or refining our projects to get them really perfect we can start to feel a little bit more wobbly about our own work and it can mean that we don't necessarily get the results we want either which can be a real problem especially when you want these amazing projects in your portfolio it's really interesting because you know this makes total sense most of the things we work on in our business are things that we can do on our own you know we're working on our marketing we're writing content we're setting up our systems we're designing for ourselves, sorting out admin or accounts. But then obviously when we get into our projects, which is the whole thing that we want to do, you know, the aim of our business is to book these projects and work with clients. That's the bit where we can lack a little bit of confidence because we are working alongside other people and we are being perceived. We're putting our work out into the world and it feels really, really crucial. And it is really, really crucial to do a good job for our clients So we really want to do well. It can really, really hurt if we get a little bit of negative feedback or if the client seems a little bit off or if we get any indication that the design work you've sent isn't, you know, getting the love that you really, really wanted. And it can mean our confidence can completely evaporate. 
So I just want to share a few tips to maybe take off some of the pressure and feel a little bit more confident throughout our projects, even if you're getting bad feedback, even if it's not going the way that you wanted to, and even if you're just feeling a little bit lackluster in terms of creativity, you know, this is something that I've spoken about before. I actually did a really great guest episode with Alice from Creative Babes Club about, you know, keeping your creativity high, which is a really good one if you if you suffer with that. But yeah, I'm going to jump into a few tips. But just firstly, I really want you to know that this is really, really common and completely valid. I think, you know, when we see lots of other designers who have been doing things a little bit longer or if we see projects that are just like the end result, we kind of assume that everyone is getting on with everything perfectly and no one ever gets any bad feedback and everything is just accepted straight away. But you're absolutely not alone in having these wobbles throughout projects. I think it's really safe to say that we all get some critique or feedback or sometimes negativity from clients and it definitely doesn't feel amazing but it's just about learning how to cope with that learning how to not take those things so personally and how to pull confidence from other areas in your business as well so if things aren't going 100% the way you want them to there is somewhere else that you can feel good and you don't have to allow that to drain all of your confidence. I also just want to say that in the years and years that I've been running my business, I first of all used to get a lot more negative feedback or I used to get a lot more kind of like rejected concepts and things like that. I now get less in terms of like bad feedback or concepts that I have to do again. And first of all, I feel so much better about it when it does happen. I don't ever see, you know, my confidence slip. It's definitely possible to still feel really confident throughout projects when it doesn't go 100% the way you want it to. But equally, the more that I've managed to deal with bad feedback or again, like missed processes, things like that, the more I actually feel it happens less because my processes are tighter. You know, the my work is more confident in itself. I feel like more of an expert and I can I have stepped into being more of an expert as well. So even though I still get little bits of bad feedback, rejected concepts, you know, sometimes late feedback, all of these things I think have first of all dealt with really well in my systems and in my process, but they also feel like it's just part of business for me and it's a lot, lot easier to deal with. So I just really want you to know that it's but it's also entirely possible to just not feel any <laughs> wobbles in confidence in your projects, even if your client wants you to start from scratch, even if it feels like you're just not on the same page at all, even if you loved the concepts that you've sent and they're being scrapped entirely. It's still really possible to keep really grounded and stay confident in those projects. I just really wanted to make that clear as well. So the first tip that I want to share is instead of grounding your confidence or rooting your confidence in the feedback that you get and the way your clients respond to your work, you really want to be focusing your confidence on the work itself. And I think this is such a huge, huge tip and a huge um, almost like mindset shift that I went through myself that really helped me strip away those feelings that I got from um, any responses that I got from clients and I was just able to take all of the confidence I needed and all the creativity I needed 
from my own inspiration and my own work. So I tried to make sure I was sending things that I was 100% really, really proud of and felt would be a really good fit for the client. And because I did that, I could take that proud feeling. You know, I felt like the concepts were great and that's what I rooted my feelings in instead of waiting for the feedback and, you know, desperately trying to figure out what they would think and waiting on bated breath almost to see what the feedback would be. I would just make sure that I felt really, really, really good about everything I was sending. And that's where my confidence came from. So when the work came back, when the feedback came back, if I did have to make any changes, if I did have to refine quite a lot, it wouldn't be that bad because I knew that I'd created something great in the first place. I knew I felt really proud of the work that I'd sent. And the way I reframed that in my head was, you know, it's okay. That just wasn't a good fit. We're going to try something a little bit different. I also really liked thinking about how my own style and my own skills had developed and grown over time. So again, just rooting that confidence in my own work, in my own expertise. I really continued to acknowledge how far I'd come with my design skills and how I felt like I had progressed as a designer. And instead of, you know, the processes in my projects have been pretty much the same for the past, you know, six, (laughs) seven years. But the way I feel about the process is so much more confident. I feel so much more like an expert now. And I can acknowledge how much that has changed my business and how much more I feel like an expert. So my confidence, again, is grounded in that instead of any feedback or the way my projects actually go. Also, I liked experimenting. Again, just thinking about my work, I wanted to experiment. This is a really, really great tip. It's just experimenting with your skills and and growing, trying something new, trying slightly different styles if it fits your project, working on projects that, you know, are a little bit out of your reach or a little bit of a stretch. Obviously, you still want to make sure it's something you can do. (laughs) But when you try something new, when you do something new, you can recognize that you're growing day by day and you're becoming a better designer generally. You know, outside of that one project, you're generally becoming a better designer your confidence doesn't just have to come from feedback. This is, it feels like I'm getting into a sort of life coaching session here (laughs) because it's kind of like your own personal confidence. You know, you don't want your personal confidence to come from people you don't know or people you do know saying, oh, you look really nice or I like your outfit or you seem really happy and joyful today. Like you don't want those things to be where your confidence is grounded. You want your confidence to come from within. And in the same way, like it's not going to be overnight. You're not going to feel super confident in your project straight away just from listening to this episode. It almost does take practice and it does take work on, you know, on yourself and on your confidence. This is why I really love talking about building confidence in your business because it is a skill and because it is something that really comes into play in these very specific areas, you know, working through feedback, working through your project. Something else to just add on to that. So like I'm saying, you don't want your confidence to come from other people. The other side of this is that your projects are a collaboration. That's the whole point of what we do is that it's not you just create something and send it off and that's done. You know, that's the end of the project. The whole point of um, what I'm assuming most of us do is that it's okay to work together. It's okay to, to develop and change and evolve the concepts that you create. So every round of feedback is not a chance for 
you to have your confidence blown. You know, it's not just to all on the other side, you know, not just to hype you up and hype up the concepts that you've got. Each round of feedback, each round or part of your project is to make the concept stronger and to make the project stronger for your client and for yourself as well. So this is what we need. You know, this part of the process is so necessary to get to the perfect results for you and your client. And the more confident that you can be through this process, the better results you'll get at the end. If you can stay confident when you get negative or unexpected feedback, that's how you can get these amazing project results at the end and become a more go-to confident creative expert because your clients will love that you have been able to collaborate and work together really well and get to an amazing end product. The next thing I want to share is just thinking about your actual process. So thinking about your systems, your step-by-step process, and just have to think whether your process is currently supporting you to feel more confident throughout and to get the responses you need or to get the more get the most helpful feedback and to get everything on time. Something that can really knock our confidence is when clients miss deadlines or if they are not sticking to the structure that you lay out for your projects or if they're not necessarily sticking to your processes in general. It can be really hard to feel like you have to almost like wrangle the project back and get it back to a place of being a bit more streamlined and organized. So I think something that works really well here is using systems that put those things in place for you. I really love using Asana for a project management tool because I can set deadlines for my feedback and I can use that um, system, I can use that program as a way to add more structure to my projects. So I also set myself some rules. So I like to send my concepts on a Friday, for example, and then I'll set the deadline to the Tuesday. So it keeps both me and my clients on almost like a a tight schedule. (laughs) We both know that we need to set certain deadlines and reach those deadlines. And I have found that having these systems in place and having these processes and laying them out at the beginning as well is a really, really great way to keep projects moving and get feedback on time and not have those wobbles of constantly waiting for responses and having to chase up every couple of days, which I know is really tough and I think it makes projects hard as well. Another thing is just adding in a little bit of structure for your feedback. So asking specific questions or angling your feedback in a certain way. I know some people, my clients who send forms for feedback, so they get answers to the questions that they need answering to move to the next steps. Anything that basically adds more structure and adds more steps or like clearer steps into the process, I find so, so valuable to stop those wobbles because not only do you know that you'll get that feedback on time and you know your processes are moving as they need to, you can almost give yourself the space to think about other things whilst you're waiting for for communication or feedback because you know that that's going to come in time. You know that it's going to be there in a few days or you know whenever you need it. So you can almost switch off from that project once you've sent a concept and you know you don't have to actively work on it. You can focus on something else and then come back into the project when you're ready, you know, when you need to work on it again, which again can just take you out of that space of of waiting and, and wondering what's going to happen when you get the feedback back. 
My final tip, and this is maybe a bit more of like a general tip, (laughs) not just for confidence in your projects, but just generally in your business, is to really make sure you're working with clients who are a good fit for you. So they're the clients who fit within like your dream client profile. They're people who you know would be really great to work with, not just based on their industry, not just based on their aesthetic, but based on how they work with people, how they collaborate, how they fit into your schedule and your project processes. It's really important to, and this is such a, a you know, a buzzword and thing that's a thing that's talked about a lot now, but to notice red flags in clients and see very, very early on if you may not be a fit with a certain client. So, you know, whether they're quite rude in their communication or, you know, I think I've made a, an episode about this before talking specifically about <laughs> potential red flags. So, Just have a think about the things that you can look out for to make sure your clients are a good fit. Better fit clients and people who are a better match with you are going to be much easier to work with. They're going to want to work through your processes. They're going to trust your expertise. They're going to listen to, you know, your deadlines and your processes. They're going to want to work with you in the best way possible. And that for me is a really key part of of my dream clients. I only want to work with people who are happy to work with me, how I work best, you know. That's something that's really important to me. And I think it's something that we need to acknowledge a little bit more because sometimes we get through these projects and it's the people who are responding to our concepts late, missing deadlines, ignoring messages, ghosting us for ages. We always think, ah, I should have known this at the beginning. I always feel there's something there that can help us understand or realize that that isn't the best fit for us. Further than that, it's really important to acknowledge when a project isn't going the way that you would really want it to go and trying to make changes so this type of project doesn't happen again. So easy to write off these bad experiences as just a one-off. You know, it's easy to think, oh, you know, this project isn't going great, but it'll be fine next time. I'm sure this won't happen again. It's, you know, it's just a one-off experience. Whereas actually, if you can reflect on the process, on the project itself, and reflect on where it maybe didn't go 100%, so was it that the client wasn't a good fit? Was it that you needed to set firmer boundaries at the beginning? Was it that you needed extra steps in your process? Really reflect on where your project may have slightly gone off the rails and make changes so this doesn't happen again. I find a really, really great trait in a creative business owner is first of all like reflecting on where things haven't necessarily gone right down to the tiniest tiniest detail and then trying to make little changes to help that in the future this is where I feel in general business we can really cut down on so much stress and so much overwhelm even by making the tiniest of tweaks to our processes and to our marketing you know whatever it is that that needs a slight change that's how we can continue to make our business more of a better fit for us and work on projects that we really really love in the future as well so those were my tips for keeping your confidence high throughout your projects even if they're not going well even if you're getting bad feedback even if you've got a slightly rude client you can still keep your confidence really high and you can still continue to be your best creative self in these projects. I really, really believe this is possible for all of us. And I also really believe this is going to be a great source of cutting down stress and cutting down overwhelm when it comes to running your own business. 
If you want to have a chat with me, I'm over at the Daring Designers Club on Instagram, or you can sign up for my email series, The Confident Creative Expert, which I'll add a link to in the show notes. I'll be back again next week with another episode and I will see you there.